I'm Tyler. Shop smart. Shop S smart. Dennering. I'm Connery. Jack and shit. And Jack just left town. <laughs> Hanson. <laughs> And I'm uh, Chad Groovy Corhan. Hey. Yeah, there we go. I was there really hoping you said Chadikins. <laughs> <laughs> it was once on the I got the theme. tongue. <laughs> once I got the theme. This <laughs> is why people are tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> Must say. Just, just clip in the one from last night. Okay. I'll clip in Mariah doing it. Oh, yeah. Mariah doing it is way better. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. This is the Franchise Podcast, where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Those are, of course, uh, oblique references to movies that we're not covering today. (laughs) Uh, Like Before Sunrise, Mm -hmm. which is what Chad Coran was on last time, and here he is again. Hello. Showing off his line to be here. <laughs> I feel like I did word that weirdly. Like, uh, no, no. That was, I, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Another great trilogy. <laughs> you sound really happy. About. <laughs> this is me, peak happiness. <laughs> you should know by now. This is joy at its highest. Yes. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on again, because I feel like... When you said you've only been on one other time, I was honestly shocked. I was like, what? that can't be right. I, we, ju- we just talk about movies in real life. Yeah, we yeah, do. That's so. just great. Yeah. Go yeah. to movies. But like enough or not enough to for when we're roasting you last time. I'm like, mm. was he okay with that? Oh no. I'm like take first of all, with a name like Chad, you have to be okay with being roasted at any time. And I'm totally cool with it. You're just I'm making like, me feel worse. No, no. I I is the uh, of the best people to be roasted by and Mariah is is uh uh absolutely on the roast committee committee from here on out and I love it. Um and yes, so. she was really good. It's good that you're a good sport about oh, it. It's great. No, it was great. But uh, yeah, we're not we're not covering uh, any more back history of, of the franchise podcast no. or uh, Ethan Hawke uh, <laughs> sad romance trilogy. No, Ethan Hawke things. in this movie would be good though. He could do it. Yeah, yeah. Ethan Hawke Jedi. Mm. Wow, that'd be great. Yeah. What about Werner Herzog? Yeah, he can narrate it. <laughs> Dang, he would be good in this too. Yeah. <laughs> also be, Harry Dean Stanton would be good. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know that one. Uh, you know Harry Dean Stanton. Maybe I've I don't. Seen him. I've seen him. He's like in a, yeah. I mean, Paris, Texas is a big movie. Uh, a lot of people know him about. He's been in like a million movies. Oh, what Lynch movies been in? He's been in Twin Peaks. Uh, uh, he's in the Straight Story. Straight Story. Uh, uh, probably his least seen movie of all of his. Is uh, he wild at heart? <laughs> I don't remember. He's in uh, uh, Pretty in Pink. He's the dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's best known oh, yeah. as the old man who finds uh, the Hulk <laughs> in the ground in the Avengers movie. Oh. oh. <laughs> Connery's oh. like, yes, now I know. <laughs> now I know. He's in the original Alien. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, you know, Rodney Dangerfield would have been good in this movie. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about Army of Darkness. <laughs> Just trying to name as many... <laughs> certain kinds of actors, actors. <laughs> big chin doctors mm. yes must have large chin <laughs> that's something i've always been insecure about the size of my chin i mean you could just put on that that you know glow up instagram filter right oh yeah where it's just like jim broed out <laughs> yeah 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 it gives you the perfect stubble mm-hmm. yeah that's a good one i get to do that mm. i'm the giga guy oh yeah oh, are you saying giga guy for some reason yeah instead of giga chad <laughs> yeah giga chad I- I love Giga Chad. It's great. He's awesome. He's like Giga Chad. For some Giga Chad. He's always in black and white with like the best lighting. Yeah, like not a real human being. Not, like, yeah. not a real human being. 
he just transforms into a car and drives yeah. through the LA River. Just yeah. all his bones but shatter. Just just... Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to talk about Army of Darkness. Don't worry, people. But before we mm. do, we got to do our usual segment of What's New? <laughs> Thank you, Connery. Mm. Um, I'll go first just because I have some some business. Oh, some, business. Some end of October business oh, sure, sure. to bring up. And by business, I mean just a bunch of movies I watched. So. Um, I made a point to watch 31 movies this October. Holy 31 shit. Horror films or horror adjacent. If it says on Letterboxd one of the genres is horror, then I, I did that. And you did it? Yeah, and I made a list on, on Letterboxd, and uh, I meant to pull that up before we started here. <laughs> so give him a minute. <laughs> give me one minute while I flounder with it. This is live, right? This is live. This goes out right directly over the airwaves. Mm. Okay, so yes, I did watch 31 horror movies this hol- this Halloween season. Damn. Is Name that indicative of certain things, such as having no work from the film industry still? Perhaps, but... Irrelevant. Yeah, no, it's not, your passion really. for movies, Tyler. It's That's only it my is. passion for movies, especially some pretty bad ones here. Um, there's some good ones, too. So I'm just going to go through the list real quick. I'm not going to rank them or talk about them. I was saying we're all going to talk about each and every one. <laughs> Unless anyone has a question about any of them. So here we go. This is a chronological order. Anacondas, The Hunt for the Blood Orchid. Ooh. The Evil Dead. Nice. Haunted Mansion 2023, The Wolfman, uh, that's the 2010 one, Saw 10, saw one. Castle Freak, Dracula 2000, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, The Faculty, When Evil Lurks, uh, that's on Shutter now, Kill okay. List, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, The Banana Splits Movie. Um, <laughs> Counts. We Yeah. The Nun, <laughs> Galaxy of Terror, The Town That Dreaded Sundown, Bats, Winchester, Supernova, The Wasp Woman, The Hills Have Eyes Part 2, Innocent Blood, Maximum Overdrive, The Island of Dr. Moreau, mm. uh, The Richard Stanley, or the 90s one, <laughs> uh, Mortuary, Evil Dead 2, Detox, aka ICU, a <laughs> Sylvester Stallone serial killer movie. Wow. Sundown, The Vampire in Retreat, which has Bruce Campbell in it, mm. Dust Devil, Pearl, and Trick or Treat. Wow. So Amazing. I have this whole list uh, on my letterbox. I'll put it in the link description. I rank them all. Uh, you know, if you're into looking at trivial rankings of, of movies that I watch. <laughs> we have to talk about Maximum Overdrive at some point because I just saw it for my first time last week. And I'm. Yeah, so did I. Oh, my God. You want to talk about it right now? <laughs> no, I, I mean, are we allowed? I <laughs> yeah, don't know. sure. Like, I mean, that was my list. So I'd watch one of them on dude, there. Dude, I mean, just in. I was so ready to like love that movie. Yeah. And like I'm I'm also I'm like reading a Stephen King book right now and I was just like, oh I forgot he like directed a movie. Should check it out. And then on writing. Uh <laughs> no, I've I've read that multiple times before, but no, I'm reading yeah. uh I'm reading it right now, which is like just insane fucking brick of a book. Yeah, uh, something's and, thick. Um but uh so I watched Maximum Overdrive and I'm just like, dang, this starts really cool. Love the cameo with him in the beginning <laughs> with the ATM just saying asshole. Yes, <laughs> calling him an asshole. So good. And then I'm like, ACDC scores this thing. How is this going to be bad? I'm like, oh, man, this got so bad. <laughs> it's like, kind. Of, I wish yeah. it was like, I wish it was like slightly less bad. So it can almost be like good, bad, but it's n- not even that. Was this, opinion. The, was this the movie that you said had cocaine energy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what like everyone says. And like, I also said like not having a lot of prior experience or anything, but it yeah. seems like it's the purest form of cocaine energy. <laughs> yes. Where you're like, yes. you're just like out of your gourd, like with energy. And then like, you just totally like fall off a cliff for a yeah. while until you get like an, another like bump. Yeah. 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 I went in, I went into a, a bit of a dive of like the production of it and like just finding out like a bunch of shit about it. Cause it just was so interesting to me. Like, 
And like he had like a three picture deal with like Dino De Laurentiis, who was like producer on this film and like all these icon, you know, huge, massive, you know, 80s, all the Lynch films, everything. Um, And uh, boy, man. Yeah. He just kind of fucked it up. I think the cinematographer like lost an eye on it. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Crazy fucking thing. Yeah. But uh, huge truck explosions. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, we also talked about last episode of Stephen King was important for getting uh, Evil Dead 2 funded, right? Too, which right. he was shooting at like the same time. They're trying to crew up for Evil Dead 2, right? And uh, Stephen King was like, Oh, I really like the Evil Dead, and like he convinced Dino De, Laurent- Dino De Laurentiis to uh, fund Evil Dead 2, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Oh, so good. Yeah. Are do you guys are you rank you rank all of them at the end? The, yeah, the three the trilogy. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah got it. Well, yeah, we'll rank uh, we're gonna rank all the Evil Deads like on the Evil Dead Rise. Oh yeah, yeah. Got but it. You're welcome that's to give. New, that's the newest one. Yes, the new one. Yeah. I have not seen it. Neither have I. Okay, but it's not Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. No. Nope. Okay. No. Uh, but hey, we can rank the the three on this one. Absolutely. I mean, let's do it. All good. Yeah. Uh, what's it's your favorite? Good. What's your favorite part of Maximum Overdrive? <laughs> Is it the ATM in the very beginning? No, I mean, I just <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's just I would just like, thing. there's something about like an opening of a film, like when I when especially when it's like I, something that I'm anticipate like anticipate it and like want to i want to like it right yeah i want to like it that's like going to most movies and then no yeah yeah. i tried to too i guess i should say yeah but but especially something that's built up like that and then it really just gets so messy and bad and like just the whole thing of like entire set piece being that gas station like Mm -hmm. after this kind of uh this concept is set of like the you know sentient machines and stuff which has obviously been done to shit now but like (laughs) then it wasn't you know um yeah, really kind of a missed opportunity. I would have loved to see what he would have done because it's the 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 scenes are directed well. They're just not good material, you know, yeah. like, um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know why you chose to direct that of everything because it's like a really short, short story from what I know. Yeah. And it's a feature film now. To me, I think he just to me, I just think, thought of it. He's like, I just want to do the biggest scale insane movie I can do. Yeah. Right out the gate mm. because like if you're imagine being like oh i'm a i'm a famous writer and i'm gonna do this one with like huge explosions like oh i'm just not gonna do like you know shawshank yeah like the green mile or like something yeah, that like so is like you know yeah. like he could live in the words and the characters he's like nope i'm gonna do the biggest explosions and crazy shit like well, maybe he just wanted to have fun he's like i just want to kind of like roll in there and like half try and have a nice have a fun weird time yeah i yeah. mean you know probably had a great time doing all the coke and like yeah. the eastern seaboard and and waste it all on this one movie <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah yeah well yeah Did- that was like at the peak of him like he said he doesn't remember directing parts of the movie oh and my stuff, god yeah. so um there are you know there's so many stephen king adaptation like movies uh and quite a few of them are not super great i would this might still be like the worst one i've seen (laughs) yeah it's not i mean yeah i mean it's just something that's not like yeah it got so messed up like he got he got lost in the sauce if you know oh man yeah his coke smoothies (laughs) not to talk about uh stephen king movies the the list of one that he directed but uh yeah I, I thought he tried so hard to get the shining remade didn't he have a hand in doing that he remade yeah. a, a tv series of it but right. i don't think he directed it or uh, anything. he like hated the the yeah, yeah. kubrick one and, the, mm-hmm. and i mean they kind of notably beefed with each other the entire mm-hmm. making of that so interesting yeah 
yeah it is it is kind of interesting hmm. yeah i don't know what it is in the uh in the in the water right now but i feel like a lot of people are watching maximum overdrive for the first time i don't i i, I yeah i think i missed uh that i think they might have screened it at new bev or something i missed that and then i i just had had it on my list and i was like damn i should re i should uh should check it out but yeah that is funny how those things come around I guess on Letterbox it's easy, right? Because you see what people are watching, and yeah, yeah gotcha. and then it gets in your head, and then you're like, "Oh, I should watch that too." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still don't have one. Probably I should. Oh yeah. Wait, you don't? No. I don't know why. why <laughs> I don't know. I keep good track of the movies I watch and everything, and like I do, like you know, make a point to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I probably should. Probably should. That's okay. It just got bought and it's going to explode into something oh, else now. No, I don't know. I just feel like I'm just still, because of Twitter and everything, I'm just like, like that's not good for my mental health. But I feel like Letterbox yeah. is still like a good Who bought place. Letterbox? Uh, I don't remember. I have okay. to look it up. It's, it's, not not like like a, like it's not like a Amazon mass. It's not like Fox or Amazon or anything. It's like, yeah, something smaller. I forgot to tell you, Connery, of interest to you in Maximum Overdrive, the main truck in it has a big green goblin face on it. Oh, I feel yes. like I saw a clip yes. of that. Yeah, I remember seeing that poster <laughs> on your letterbox. I was like, why is the green goblin here? Now, and you would think the green goblin face would be like, oh, this is like going to transform into some like demon truck yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. No, it just is a fucking green <laughs> goblin face. Like all the trucks turn evil. This one is no more evil than the other one. And it's just like this massive green goblin face. It's like a toy truck or something. Yeah, like, it has a bunch of toys. But then there's like a jack in the box green goblin inside the truck. But I'm like, is it trying to be the green goblin or is it just like using that? And like we just our brains are so like 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 a franchise pill. They're like, yeah. this we took yeah. the green pill. <laughs> Yeah, boy, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I did hear though that he was trying to make it without uh he was trying to make it with um Bruce Springsteen in the league and not Emilio es- Escavez, so which would have been amazing, I think. I think just to have uh, Bruce Springsteen in such a fucking crazy movie yeah. would have been an insane thing of culture. But uh yeah. Yeah, it kind of makes more sense that way. They spend like 30 minutes just fueling up evil trucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ACDC should be fun, but yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's on 2B. Yeah. <laughs> Maximum Great. Overdrive. Oh, nice. That's cool. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll, I will say this. The Oh, God. I keep on wanting to say The Town That Dreaded sun, Sundown, which mm. is a movie I did like quite a bit. Nice. But I meant to say Vampire. Or no, God. <laughs> sundown, The Vampire in Retreat, which is really confusing because I keep thinking the town is called Retreat, but I think it's just called Paradise. But mm. it's... Set in the 90s. Okay. It's uh, from the director of Waxwork and some other like cult 80s, 90s horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in a time when vampires are able to live with other people, but all the vampires are living in their own town. Mm. It's like with the invention of UV sunscreen <laughs> and big sunglasses and big oh, floppy hats. Awesome. Big <laughs> floppy <laughs> hats. And then the plot just gets really strange from there. But I would say the uh, energy of that movie, like Bruce Campbell's in it as like a descendant of Van Helsing. Oh, oh cool. amazing. And uh, uh, David Carradine plays like the the mayor of the vampire town. Oh, sick! So that just sounds like something that would play at the New Bev at some point. Is basically. it like <laughs> um, is it like a weird like happy go lucky like Truman Show type of town, or is it like what's the? Yeah, it's like really fifties. Oh, style. nice. Okay, like Pleasantville vibe. Basically, yeah. I mean, not to that degree, but it's like an old, like old west. Um, oh, got it. Diner, like fifties town. Kind oh, of dang! Thing. I gotta yeah. check that out. I've heard so. of it, the movie, but I don't. I didn't know that the the concept of it was cool. Yeah, and it's really goofy up to the point where it's like there's like we talked about in the last episode, like the fine balance between like 
horror and comedy and just like making if something's like too goofy all the time yeah yeah like mm. even in army of darkness has a couple points i'm like this oh is yeah so Looney it's Tunes, ridiculous. Yeah, like, it's all ridiculous. Ridiculous. okay you can move to the next bit but... yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 the skeleton hand slapping him around i was like yeah. this is yeah. this is yeah. really <laughs> going on for a bit yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh it, it's basically of that energy and uh you can watch that on amazon freebie nice freebie so choose connery what's new with you what's new with me um i gave up on the on a video game for the first time in a long time in the first time in my life <laughs> felt like it uh but it was called this game called lies of p it's a uh, kind of pinocchio inspired you were just telling me I, to play that <laughs> i was and then i fucking gave up on it because I, I hit this brick wall of a mini boss i mm. there were two parts where i was like I'm, I'm gonna turn this game off and delete it forever one was this horrible clown that would just like beat the shit out of you and have the most unpredictable move set in the world. And I hated him. Okay, wait, back up. Like, what is this movie, uh, this game? Because all I know about it is that you're Pinocchio. Yeah. But you, it's like dark. Yeah, it's a marriage it's between like, like, like a. Dark. It's like. Yeah, it's like. It's a marriage between like steampunk and the video game Bloodborne. So you got that dark Cthulhu Lovecraftian souls like hardness and the myth of Pinocchio, all super injected in the one thing. So basically. All the puppets, quote unquote, we have cyborgs in the 1800s. They go crazy and start killing people. And so you have these people with old slayers running around in animal masks. And they're supposed to be like the fox person and the oh, cat. Okay. And like, is there like a lying meter or anything? There is. There is. <laughs> you get a you get a portrait from uh, one, of the, one of the boss fights and then you hang it up and it kind of shows how much you've lied because the nose grows out of the portrait, oh, which is a little weird. Wow. OK. Oh. Yeah. It's not your, like your health bar or something. No, it's not. <laughs> lie more to increase your health bar. <laughs> but i always thought that was cool and apparently if you lie the entire game then you can take that off the porch and it becomes like the most op weapon in the game which is kind of cool so how many times do you like how many times did you like fail to beat the mini boss that you were just like i (sighs) fuck it yeah Yeah. i i must have fought that thing probably like 30 times i was like i even went back and like grinded for like a little bit too just like just like getting level up stuff and i went back and like okay i feel more confident i got like throwables i got stronger and then it just proceeded just beat my ass and i was like i don't like this this isn't fun anymore i'm deleting it it's it's too stupid i don't understand the blocking mechanic it's not sekiro where it's all about blocking because you take too much chip damage if you ask me because even when you hit them back to regain health it's it's just yeah it's just measly damage it's like blocking and then like you lose some health, but oh, the mechanic okay. in this game is to be aggressive. So you lose health, but then if you hit them again, you can get some of that health back. I'm going to be a Pinocchio that is so aggressive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm a and they kind of rip that from Bloodborne where it's like you, but Bloodborne is so like fast that you yeah. feel much more like I'm a vicious like hunter monster guy. Like I'm going to strike back when they hit me. Yeah, this is very much your type of game too. Yes. Yeah. I've played Dark Souls with you before and like after losing to a boss twice, I'm like, I don't even want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you get so depressed. I'm like, I'm like, Tyler, we're going to beat it. It's just going to take like a couple tries. No. <laughs> and I tried to, it's like, fuck, I just suck at video games. <laughs> Life is over. Life is over. But yeah, I, I I stopped playing that just 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 yesterday where mm. I was just like, I don't think I need to put myself through this. Like I'm having like not a fun time. Like, why am I doing this? Yeah. It just sound it just felt so insurmountable that I was like, I'm 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 done. Like I don't want to respec. I don't wanna keep going. I'm just done. What are the different specs of Pinocchio? Uh, oh my god. Um so <laughs> 
<laughs> so there's a balanced version where you know you have like a regular long sword. There's what I did, the path of the bastard, and you have a little like rapier and you just poke people. You have like a light weapon, and then there's the sweeper, which you have like the big buster sword. So Pinocchio running around with like Cloud's big sword. Okay. Yeah. So there are only three of them, so they're not that many to pick from. But yeah. in, in my experience, I tried doing the big bastard sword. That was really hard. Started the whole game over. And then I did the rapier bill and I was like, okay, I feel like I'm playing the game right. It was one of the few times in my life where I felt like the video game does not want me to play this way. The video game wants me to play it this way. Mm. So, yeah. And then I and then I got up against a horrible screaming ball-headed person and I just left. And I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. The clown? No, beat clown. The clown just took a lot of tries. <laughs> and then this, this thing, I was like, I don't know how to do this i saw people like this is how you cheese it i'm like i don't want to cheese it like mm. i, I want to beat it like this is i don't even know what that means anymore it, it means like you just stand far away and you just do the same thing to them over and over again oh, usually like small, it's it stun locks them yeah, or something right. like that and i was just like no no like i shouldn't have to do that that shouldn't yeah. have to be a strategy that i should have to yeah. even consider like yeah. that's just bad game design to me but, I was I was watching Love Is Blind new season recently, and there was there an guys, insurmountable boss there. <laughs> no, but, well, this guy is really tall, but he's like, I am so cap. That is so cap, and I'm like, I don't. I've never heard this version of it before. I know no cap, but not so cap. So cap. I'm so cap. Oh, it's not me. I'm such a liar. You are. No cap means like I'm a liar or something, isn't it? Pinocchio is so cap. Pinocchio is so cap. Is that what cap means? No. I don't know why you're looking at me. <laughs> We're all the same age you, here, guys. Have you guys heard of Delulu? I'm probably yeah, older than you. <laughs> I'm probably older than you. Have you guys don't heard of Delulu? You have like a deeper voice than both of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I believe no cap means like there is no cap to the amount that this thing is of what you're saying it is. So it's oh. like, yeah. Please, that's I don't have me. So no cap, no cap is cap I don't know shit. Infinite breadsticks at Olive Garden. No cap, no cap, <laughs> no, cap. no cap breadsticks. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys heard Delulu? That's like an actual no. thing. Okay, let's. I don't, like, like I don't you're know like is. literally. I, I had I had dinner with Jose, Grayson, Karen, and my they were mom. All saying and, it, no, no, no. And Jose's little cousin Yami, Yami, and she was like. Oh, you're being so Delulu. I was like, are, is that just something you say or is that something that's like actively becoming a thing? She's like, oh, everyone's, everyone knows Delulu. And like, everyone says Pookie and Delulu. Like, oh, Pookie, you're so Delulu. Oh. And I'm like, what is, <laughs> I had a full like hysterical breakdown at that dinner Wait, table. How... I was laughing so hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's Gen Z. She, she's she's, she's one of the crew. I just feel just like all the, the new oldest. slang. Like, it just all hit me in the past six months or yeah. something. I just feel the oldest I've, like, ever. I mean, I'm obviously the oldest I've ever been, but it's like, I feel like I'm 60. No, Anyways, yeah, we're, yeah, we're just, like, not in the pool anymore. Like, yeah. we're, we're not in that zeitgeist at all. Like, they get to control what the new cool words are. Palulu? There's Pookie Delulu, like you're delusional, but shorting Pazuzu? it. <laughs> There's Pazuki. That's short for Pazuki. Okay, Liza P on... Liza P on PlayStation. If you're better, than, better at video games than me, I'm sure you'll have a whole lot more fun. <laughs> Chad, anything else new with you besides yeah. Maximum Overdrive? Uh, yeah, I mean, Maximum Overdrive, I'm so glad I got to talk about it because <laughs> there's like no one else who has seen this freaking movie. So, um, uh, What else is new with me? Uh, no, just... Um, reading yeah like i said reading stephen king book which is like a life commitment because it's <laughs> so fucking long yeah it's great it uh and then uh well it's one of his longest ones right yeah yeah i like borrowed i just borrowed it from a friend and and uh it's the first one i've read 
that I've seen the adaptation for mm. like before like i've only read his stuff that i haven't there is no movie for or i haven't seen the movie for yeah so that's a little bit of a weird experience but um it's been good and uh what else uh saw this great movie the royal hotel recently mm. that was awesome um this director kitty green australian director uh she did this movie she did two movies before she did um the assistant with julie gardner and then she did um she did uh, this other movie called um, uh, Casting Joan Benet. I don't know if you guys saw that. I have seen that one. Yeah, that yeah. one's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. it's, um, that was out a bit ago. But this new one's really great. It's crazy. Like, it goes into, like, getting into a gnarly, like, psychological, like, horror. But then it kind of, like, goes back into more of, like, thriller genre, like, kind of, you know, frame of reference. It, it's good. I, it really, I did not you know, the t a really interesting kind of, you know, twist of that type of genre of movie. Um, but I uh, really, really like that. Uh, went to the Academy Museum recently, saw John Waters double feature. It's nice. always great. Have you guys been to the Academy Museum? I've been there before, but I've been for like the screening things. Like Cutter talks about those a lot. The main big theater is like, I think, I think it is the best theater now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't, it's like, it's not, um, they don't have like uh you know snacks or anything it's like yeah. a museum setting but like yeah. as far as the screen and like sound is so good like oh, oh my god yeah. yeah i saw lawrence of arabia there with oh. the cutter and i'd never wow. seen it before and it was in 70 millimeter amazing um and at first i was like there's no popcorn here <laughs> yeah like, come on <laughs> and then but i was just like oh okay no i mean this is like <laughs> i've kind of <laughs> learned and the, it's everything there is like pristine i've kind of learned to enjoy it because yeah. it's like you know, you go there and like, I'll just bring in like a, I don't know, like a, you know, water or something like that. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm here to watch the thing. Like, right. you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, it's um, a very purist experience. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know. It's like, but then I'll go to the new Bev and be like, hot dog, fucking yeah. snicker ice cream bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? like, That's the, the vibe thing. of that place, though. Oh, it's yeah. like, go see like a B, C movie oh. and then just like have snacks and chill for like 24 hours the when they do those yeah. things. So what were great. the uh, John Waters movies? They were uh, Pecker and Crybaby, um, two movies they did like after Hairspray like mm -hmm. in the 90s. Um, I hadn't seen either. They're so good. Uh, Crybaby is with um, Johnny Depp and uh, just like quintessential like baby Johnny Depp, like so insane. It's like <laughs> it's basically just like like insane drugged out version of Greece, like essentially like <laughs> but like starting where Greece ends if that makes sense flying off into the sun yeah like like you know like sandy what is it sandy yes yeah, sandy that's her name. sandy turns bad and then like the movie ends and then going to the sun like this starts there and then just gets more fucked up and it's like <laughs> so great like um and then uh and then pecker is awesome it's, it was it felt very like autobiographical of uh waters and like kind of like what fame and selling out means to him and an underground art world context and yeah um, yeah so it was cool both, cool both were great um yeah nothing else too crazy going on but. did you say you have seen the it movies or, or you haven't i've only i haven't seen the curry one yeah but i have mm -hmm. seen the new two chapter one like yeah, the two chapter the two parter ones, which were yeah I, I i like them um but the book is definitely like you know it gets more much more intricate than even those movies. But the main thing that's different is um, have you seen the the new movies? Yeah, the, both of them. So it's like the main thing is like those two stories are intertwined in the book. <clears throat> so it's like the uh, 
you know, the, the 1950s storyline with the kids and the eighties storyline with the adults are intertwined back and forth. Um, and then there's like little, you know, like sections where it's like a narrator, you know, uh, collecting information, like after the fact of both of the things happening, um, Stephen King self-insert. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Um, and then, so they separate those in the movies, which I think makes sense like thematically, but like reading it in the book, jumping back between the two is a better way of doing it. Mm, Yeah. I'm interested to see how the, the curry, uh, um, you know, adaptation. The curry one's wild. Yeah. I'm (laughs) stoked. I've always wanted to see it. So it's kind of good, good excuse to see it. Yeah. I'm trying to remember it from the the tim curry one if like how much it alternates and stuff like that because it's a uh, mini series yeah it's a mini series okay Mm -hmm. so it's like three one hour episodes or something Uh, something like that yeah it's like almost four hours i think okay um Mm -hmm. it it does get way more into um it like the background of it and like how it's oh cool and the turtle god (laughs) yeah all the weird like stephen king mythology (laughs) stuff Mm -hmm. And how it's like a big spider or whatever. It's like, all just part of the Dark Tower verse. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, that is true. <laughs> which I haven't read any of those. But Me neither. Yeah, that's like the, that's the quintessential. That's like all the the king heads are like you got to do those. I'm yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> that sounds know, exhausting. So many of those. <laughs> maybe one day. Yeah, um, I just need to pick up a book. <laughs> As I say, books every cool. so many months on this podcast, <laughs> I just need do. to read one book just anything, dude. Just before anything. I die. Yeah. Do you write? Do you read uh, graphic novels? Um, I do. I honestly haven't really been doing that much either. Really. I've just been just, uh, watching a lot of movies or playing video games. I feel like, um, when I'm in a rut for reading, I'll pick up a graphic novel and it's like so nice. Cause it's kind of like, it's that same, like kind of, um, like separate, like you're taking in a narrative in a different way than Mm -hmm. you are in a movie, but it's not so far off. Cause it's like the image is after you're flipping the pages and getting used to the artwork and the, and the point of views of the characters it, it is like they're moving like yeah. you know it's such an interesting thing mm-hmm. um, i just picked up uh what's called three volumes of criminal by ed brubaker and sean oh, phillips I, I haven't heard that oh, it's they're my favorite and honestly they feel like who's the guy who does like thief tyler and uh heat oh like, michael mann my, it's like michael yeah. mann oh what yeah oh, it's, I it's like that from you sometimes yeah dude like yeah. honestly that the fade out um reckless is like a pulps 1960s detective like oh, nice. series that's so amazing. fucking good that's awesome um they're just like my go-to like duo for like crime noir yeah. like neo-noir stuff yeah and they're yeah, just yeah. so cool and i was just flabbergasted i was like i was like i've read all their modern criminal but i was like i wonder how much is in their backlog i was like oh there's three fucking volumes yeah, of yeah, like yeah, their yeah, old yeah. catalog of criminal like that's i'm gonna so get sweet. all those is it um <clears throat> is it individual um uh issues like like single issued comic books or is it like a they a have a big a collected book, like book oh, yeah it, yeah it, so all, all of them now are if you want to find any of those they're all collected in like nice. you know one nice package for nice. you That's yeah awesome. yeah mm-hmm. I, I read uh daniel Klaus recently oh, yeah maybe um you know yeah you know yeah i think we talked about this last time oh, we did. oh <laughs> no, 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 not on the podcast oh, the last okay. time i saw you we oh, talked about sick yeah uh eight ball and all that oh, yeah it's so good dude i haven't oh, heard of that God. one it's uh, have you ever seen um ghost world with uh yes uh, Johansson? Mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah so his that's that's like uh originally a uh, graphic novel from this mm-hmm. guy daniel klaus part of this eight ball you know um collection of work sick um, and it's really really awesome to see that like the backwards engineering of that you know because yeah. like mm-hmm. fuck, ghost world is like 
kind of a perfect movie to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, I, every time I see it, it's like, it's like watching like The Graduate or something or Donnie Darko where I'm just like, why even try to make movies? <laughs> it's so good. Like, it's like um, the reverse Evil Dead. Yeah, I was like, literally oh, about yeah, to yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Evil Dead, you're like, I'm going to make movies now. I can do yeah, it. And yeah, yeah, those yeah. are like, why? Don't try. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't like, I, I don't get how people like see an amazing film and then get like motivated to make something. That yeah. just scares the shit out of me. I'm Same, like, I yeah. need to see something yeah. that's like, oh, I could see how I could do that yeah. better. Yeah. I, it needs uh, to be grungy and dirtier. And then you're like, like yes, this is achievable. Yeah. Like, oh, I can yeah. do this. Maybe yeah. that's why I watch so many bad movies in my off time because it makes me <laughs> feel good. <laughs> we all need to get together and just make something for fun again sometime. I miss doing that. What, watching something for fun? No, make, making something oh, for making fun. Something we haven't for done fun. that for a little while. I thought you were saying, like, I <laughs> I have to watch all these movies for this podcast. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no. No, it'd be fun. I found footage or something. Yeah, we have to do nice. one of those. That'd be so much fun. But, yeah, no, just uh, nothing else too too crazy. Just, Good Rex, Chad. Yeah, yeah. Good Rex, all of us. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're here. To all a good night. Ho, ho, ho. It's Christmas time, yes. don't you know? Yes. It's no longer Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving yep. is over. It's Christmas, Hanukkah, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> to quote Michael Keaton, Batman, goodwill to all men. And women. <laughs> wow. Make it even longer. It's Amazing. such an afterthought. <laughs> he goes, no, oh, and met, women. Now that I've met Catwoman, I understand. Now that I've met one woman, I think I get it now. <laughs> Burton's in the back. He's just like, hold, hold, and women. And women. <laughs> Drama. Drama. <laughs> you know what else has Drama. <laughs> Bruce Campbell's chin. Yes. Oh, yes. His powerful chin. Yes. His incredible physical acting. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw some I was, I was perusing through IMDB IMDB after uh, watching this movie. Just like IMDB. Oh. <laughs> I am number four. <laughs> um just, just looking at all the trivia, and one of them's like, this is the first and last uh like Hollywood movie that Bruce Campbell ever starred in. What? How? Like he was the lead of. Oh, okay. Like first, yeah. uh, like studio picture. Yeah. Because he's universal. Because he did. Because he did the the Elvis one. Oh, Bubba Hotep. Yeah, but yeah. he's not the lead. Uh-huh. Right. And that's not like a big budget movie. No. Yeah, I guess yeah. they mean like because it's a, a major studio, right? Right, right. Or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a bittersweet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's synonymous with these. I mean, like he he is like the Evil Dead franchise. Yeah, he right? is Ash. But, yeah. I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. for better or worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. especially this movie kind of just totally like absorbs the rest of the tone of the first Evil 2. The first Evil, <laughs> the first two Evil Dead movies. Wow, I'm really like tongue-tied. The, I like the Evil 2. That's good. You can you <laughs> yeah. can moniker that. That's good. <laughs> Not Book of the Dead. It was, it was going to be called. It's Evil Dead. Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just in like this feels the most Bruce Campbell out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. It's just... It's the whole movie's catered to him. I mean, he's the star, so you have to make the movie. He just talks so much more in this. Yeah. yeah. Oh the yeah. First two, he's like doesn't say shit. Like yeah. you know, like um. But this one, it's like he's got all of his dad jokes lined up. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like everything he says, You're calling people primitives all the yeah. time. I'm like, all right, dude, your primitive mind wouldn't be able to comprehend I'm like, chemistry. Right. <laughs> oh, I love that chemistry 101 book. Yeah, yeah, so good, so good. Have you seen uh, Dial of Destiny yet, Chad? Dial of Destiny, no. Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Oh, the, the new one. No, I haven't. Oh, seen it. we have. <laughs> I don't know, man. No, 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 no. no. I want to live in a world where I can say that. 
I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Connor, you have to get the Necronomicon to go back in time to stop yourself from saying Dial of Destiny. Don't do it. It's not even worth it. Archimedes couldn't build this. <laughs> oh, fuck. Don't talk to me about Archimedes. Don't talk to me about Archimedes. <laughs> um where do you where do you guys want to start i i have one note i need to make a correction on from the last episode it's very important okay. to me okay uh, i forgot to tell you specifically connery that scott spiegel who's the co-writer of evil dead 2 uh-huh is also the man that spider-man steals pizza from in spider-man 2 oh Good. on the rooftop where yeah. he's just like he's got the pizza box and he's like <laughs> yes dude yes oh, great. he has oh, the God. slice in his hand but spider-man takes that too yeah, yeah. the other guy's so like good. yo he stole spider-man's pizza yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yep <laughs> Ah, perfect. So you haven't seen Army of Darkness before, right, Connor? No, never seen that before. I've only seen it once before. Chad, what's your experience with like Evil Dead in general? Uh, I have seen. I remember a couple years ago, I did the 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 trilogy like in consecutive order, um, and that was the first time I saw Army of Darkness. Mm -hmm. And then um, I've watched the first two like a bunch of times over the years. Um, But uh, yeah, so I've only seen that now. This is my second viewing of it. So. Nice. Do you have you seen the remake or or Evil Dead Rise? No, I have not seen any of the new Evil Dead stuff. I haven't seen the new series or the remake. The or, series is fun. Yeah. 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 It's it's very Army of Darkness of, yeah. of any of them. Yeah. And uh Sam does like he's a showrunner or something. Like yeah, he's involved in that. He right? directed the pilot. Okay. Uh, I think the show's over now. It, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, over, it's yeah, it's over, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it went on for like four years. Mm-hmm. Good I, run. I never saw it partly, I think, because so yeah, we'll we'll talk more about like <laughs> this, it's how different Army of Darkness is and like how my tonal interest in like Evil Dead I guess lies a lot more in like the first two movies, yeah. especially the first one. Like, do you right. have a preference in 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 these three? Um, so I, it just to to me, I just think like as a trilogy, like that are uh y- you know um sequential. Yeah, I can't think of a weirder trajectory. <laughs> to get to <laughs> than where you get to in the yeah. third of a trilogy of any movie yeah so i just like the third one because of that mm-hmm. because it's so odd yeah it's the um, weird launching end and point. <laughs> it's also like i think the first evil dead is like is you know works so well with the context of the budget and like the energy coming from it yeah. and like it's starts so many things like the aesthetic was made from a budget for that movie and it lasted through the entire run of the franchise of films right like mm-hmm. but and that's that's charming in its own way and i love it uh and it actually feels legitimately scary the second one goes into crazy you know horror thing and comedy and then like also completely you know disassembles the first one but it's still a sequel but it's not i don't know yeah. it's so weird. <laughs> like and then this one it. i just think it's just like so those two things are like kind of two ends of the coin like do you like the pure filmmaking element of like the first one or do you right. like just like the blow up the genre of the second one and then the third one is just like it's a self-contained movie that kind of uses a character from these first two films but like <laughs> barely at all and there's a prologue where it explains everything so you really don't even need to see the first two films like it's it, another different linda yeah, and the different Linda. That yeah, is true. Played by Bridget Fonda. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, I was. I was, I forgot about the intro of this movie because I'd only seen this like too. eight years ago or something. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they are doing a whole recap again. Like, yeah. In some ways. I didn't know. I watched um, the DVD I have has a director's cut and then a theatrical cut. I just watched the director's cut. It was yeah. like an hour 35 or something. Mm-hmm. And then the theatrical was like 
under an hour and a half. Yeah, it's like an hour twenty, which I watched. I think you yes, watched, I watched too. That oh, too. you did. Oh, okay. that's a different ending too. Oh, so what was your mm-hmm. ending? I must have only watched the director's cut both times I saw it because uh, my ending was he goes into the um, into the cave, uh, comes out is all you know bearded up or whatever. He's just like. <laughs> Oh yes, consumer-based goods. <laughs> yeah, and then like he looks out, and uh, it's just like a total, you know, wasteland. Dystopian wasteland. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I like that ending a lot. Yeah. But the theatrical one is actually he uh, is just recounting the entire story. It's as if the whole movie he was recounting the story to a coworker at Smart. Oh, they like Princess Di- Princess Diaries, basically not, pr- not Princess Bride. It. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, um, but like he's talking, telling this whole story basically to Ted Raimi, who plays oh. like four different people in the movie. Oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, and then a Deadite attacks in the uh, in the shopping oh, okay. in Smart, and he shoots it uh. with like a repeater rifle. Yeah, he shoots it so huh. many times. Huh. Um, and then he's kind of just like it ends in a very positive way where he's just like i could have stayed back there they treated me like a king but i still am kind of the king yeah yeah yeah. And he says hail to the king baby and oh, yeah like, and he does like, the dip kiss yeah nice. like the romantic novel thing nice it's just like way more positive but so yeah like that was the original ending what you saw mm-hmm. um and then they cut they had to cut that out and like do a different ending because it tested poorly oh, to audiences. Interesting. But although I feel like that original ending like feels more in line with like the Evil Dead tone. Yeah, you know? I like it. I mean, like I think it's I think it's great. I I think. Uh, sorry. So there there is a fo- there is a fourth one, but does not come off of like where Army of Darkness ends. Is that right? Uh, wait, fourth, uh, movie? fourth movie or is there? Uh, There's just the Evil Dead remake. Remake, but not okay. I was gonna say because it it, it then, ends to me that it's yeah. like you could push this into some, you know, like dystopian yeah, world, Evil cool. Dead, right. which, you know, could work. I don't know. But like, um, but I also feel like it just, it, the ending of Evil Dead 2 feels so crazy and like off the walls. <laughs> and this feels so crazy and off the walls that it like works out, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It feels very like Planet of the Apes kind of ending too. It really yeah, does. Or, like um, this, they blew it up except the d- every dimension <laughs> exploded, I guess. Right, 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 right. right. Um, or uh, the Omega Man, which also has Charlton Heston. Oh. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't seen that. No, <laughs> it's no, no. so 70s, but it, it's I Am Legend, but it's, uh, oh. it's the oh, earlier yeah, version yeah, yeah. of it. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. And, uh, that, I think you would. I think you would like that movie. Yeah, because it starts. He's basically in a movie theater on his own, like watching like the Woodstock '69 doc. Amazing, because it's just everything. It, everything's apocalyptic, and he's just like reciting all the lines to himself. Oh, while so he's like he's like he's like looking at. He's like, this is what human race used to be. And yeah, oh, that's great. It, oh, you know? I'm in, dude. That sounds yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. It just felt very much like a '70s, '60s Charlton Heston like dystopian movie. The end of this, uh, the original cut of uh the director's cut of evil dead or sorry mm-hmm. army of darkness yeah um and it, it, i feel like that works too personally just because of all the other references they make throughout this movie without it being so on the nose yeah but. yeah I, I i like the ending of the director's cut and and uh it gives some like i don't know like legitimacy is the word but like it kind of like goes into like being like oh this is like a big it, it, it leaves the humor behind, you know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. it does get so humorous through the movie right. and like, there's a fine line as you guys said before. Um, and I like that it kind of ends on the, not a serious note, but it's like, it's like, uh, like, Oh my God, like the scale of where we're at now. And yeah. you know, it doesn't have to end. Like I haven't seen the supermarket ending, but that sounds like a little, like too, it's, too, it's a little more hokey. <laughs> it's yeah, like, you know, e- like either way, the deadites yeah. follow him. I feel like, cause mm-hmm. like, both both endings he does something wrong where yeah. like he doesn't say the words right so the deadites follow him back to his time mm-hmm. and he takes he's so stupid yeah, <laughs> he yeah, yeah, like yeah. miscounts takes seven drops yeah. and like goes out 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I would like to see that movie though. <laughs> the dystopian yeah. oh, one. Yeah. And it make it less goofy than the third one because it's like, oh, they keep going in a goofy direction. What if they made this like pretty bleak or something? Yeah. But oh, yeah. at that point, like after this movie, this is like Army of Darkness comes out after Dark Man. Right. It goes Evil Dead 2, <laughs> Dark Man. by the way. Yeah, we we, we know about Dark Man. Oh, <laughs> I fucking love Dark Man. It's like oh, all, my we, God. all we reference on this podcast is Dark Man or Event Horizon. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. That's true. Uh, Dark Man and then Army of Darkness and then The Quick and the Dead. And that's like when he's starting to do more like straight up like more Hollywood yeah. stuff um, up up until like. Spiderman. Kind of all. Well, up until the rest of his career. Simple plan. Oh mm. uh, yeah, except for a simple plan. Yeah, yeah he goes back to do. No, I, it's weird to say he goes back to do that, but I just mean like it's a much smaller budget kind yeah. of thing. Um, he does this big baseball movie with uh, for love of the game. Oh right, um, he did that. Yeah, so he kind of like he. I I just feel like he easily could have done like six of these movies. He could have yeah. even kept the mm-hmm. the thing going with uh, Bruce Campbell, maybe with different directors. Yeah. Just the way that horror franchises go, like you, there's so many sequels. I mean, yeah. the, all, the, the ending feels like you know the 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 siege on the city, like the, yeah. the undead army. I was like, bro, this is just like you know little Mickey Mouse size, you know Lord of the Rings, like yeah. literally. <laughs> yes, know, like, it's like it's like, but the scale of it for what they did at that time, it's so impressive. Yeah, like, uh, for the and budget and everything, it's great. I really, yeah. I mean, the ending is like. There's much more of like a uh, clean three arc thing in this right. movie, which yeah. is like kind of nice when you compare it to the other two, I guess. But um, yeah, I don't know. I definitely could see him go longer. But yeah. I was surprised he didn't take Sheila with him. Right. Yeah. Well, he like killed her, right? Because she's like no, she's I... alive in the end. Did she? Yeah. Oh, I, right. Which she? I for I forgot. She she's like possessed. She she gets possessed by and, an evil Ash. Yeah, by evil Ash. She becomes the Lich right. King, right, and right, then. Right. <laughs> Did she get un? She, yeah, she gets unpossessed. She's oh, there in the end. Right, she right. sees him off, and I was like, I'm surprised just didn't, doesn't take her with him to modern day times. It seems like a very Ash thing to do. Yeah, that's very true. Bill and Ted. Yeah, they, they do true. that in Bill and yeah, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. just take her. You get your time traveling girlfriend. Bill yeah. and Ted do it. They're fine. That's awesome. Nobody yeah. cares. They've done it. <laughs> so I'm kind of just that's something I haven't really looked into is why they never made sequels to this. Maybe it would have been like as profitable because I mean it wasn't. I don't think that this was that profitable, right? right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it did okay, but yeah, I think it made like 22 million worldwide or something. They pushed is, it. You know, they pushed it back, right? Like they were gonna yeah. release it like a whole year earlier. It's gonna something. come out summer ninety two, and it came out like February ninety three. And Bruce Campbell's like, I wasted a whole year waiting for that movie uh, to come out, uh, kind of thing. Which like I t- could totally understand from his perspective at that time, because this kind of feels like the biggest thing he'll ever do. You yeah, know? And it's like he need he yeah. wants to put himself into like he wants to that do more Hollywood stuff mm-hmm. and everything. Right, but. right, right. Yeah, he's he, he's an interesting. Like I wonder how. Well, I mean, he's obviously still involved in all the franchise and stuff, so he must have a positive look at it. But it's like, yeah, I mean, he's just synonymous with this. Like, I couldn't really see yeah. him in. He probably in, had a reckoning with it, I'm sure, at yeah. some point. of just being like, I want to be a serious actor, but then, like, I'm just stuck with this. So I either lean into it yeah. or and get all the whatever what I can get or I try to separate myself and lose it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like the whole Leonard Nimoy thing where he made the book I Am Not Spock and then he <laughs> right. made another book called I Am Spock. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's great. It's that's like great. all in real time experiencing like yeah. acceptance. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's true. I but, feel like Leonard Nimoy, though, like doesn't have as bad as as uh, as Bruce. though. No, like, I, no, because he was like a director, too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, 
he did other stuff like yeah. Bruce Campbell. It, literally, the titles is Bruce Campbell versus the Army of Darkness. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. It's not even Ash. It's Bruce Campbell versus yeah. the Army of Darkness. Right. Right. Wait, is that what it says? Yeah. In oh, the, por- in the portal wow, credit sequence, it's Bruce Campbell oh, versus <laughs> Army of Darkness. <laughs> That's I really, amazing. I really like the title cards, by the way. The yeah. title cards are great. Ghost yes. title card. Also, they, this is just super nerdy, but I always keep an eye out for this. First title card is written by Ivan and Sam, and then the second title card is directed by Sam, which I thought was tight. That's usually it's usually the opposite, right? It's opposite. Yeah, it's always just like directed by first, and then. But that's cool that he like or like you know just gave the writing one first because him and his brother wrote it together. But yeah, who I last episode I said he was a, a dentist. Uh, I yeah. guess he's not a dentist, but he's like a med- He's a doctor. Like he's a medical doctor. Wait, his brother oh. <laughs> Ivan Ramey. Oh yeah. really? Oh, just now he is. Uh, or no, he was like then. He was then. I think. Yeah. What? Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> what? Because <Yeah. laughs> Ted Ramey is like an actor and writer uh, too, but. And then Ivan was, I think he went to medical school and then mm. Sam was all, it must've happened around the same time. I don't know the exact timeline because they were both, they were all young. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, you know, like, you know, they made fucking evil dead one when they're 21, you know what I yeah. mean? So like his whole, like by the time he was 30, when he did dark man, it's like insane. Yeah. Like, mm. right. Insane. Yeah. Could you imagine if you were making dark man right now, Tyler, oh, dude, uh, I feel like I wouldn't be ready. <laughs> the movie is such a huge scale. That is yeah. so good. And like, I mean, dark, I mean, you could, I'm sure you've talked about it before, but it's just like, it's so cool with him because like his fingerprints are like all over these like big like franchise esque movies like so much more than like anyone else. Like you watch Dark Man and then mm-hmm. you watch Spider Man, you're like, yeah, in you know these are completely the same. No one else could have made these movies. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like so good. Um, and even in stuff in this looks like totally you know through throughout the the trilogy of Spider Man as well, mm-hmm. um, which are the best superhero movies. I will one of yes. Yes. I, yeah. When I play the Spider Man game, as soon as I lock the same Remy suit, I'm like, that's what I'm rocking the yep. entire time. Like that. And then it says the black suit. I'm, I'm wearing the black suit, of yep. course. I think yep. those are, yeah. I mean, I don't know why I'm even questioning at this point. I'm just always reevaluating, but those are definitely my favorite superhero movies. Uh, Ang Lee's Hulk is good. Yeah. <laughs> seen that? Yeah. Um, You'll go to bat for that thing every day of the week. <laughs> I will draw a comic panel explaining why Ang Lee's Hulk is good. Just even, I, you even see a through line of why he would decide to make Oz the Great and Powerful at some mm. point. Because you can tell he's influenced by Wizard of Oz. Even, yeah. Like, even with the, like, the Necronomicon spinning in the in the beginning. Yeah. It's like all of the, uh, it, there's a lot of, like, fantastical stuff here. There's way more fantasy here than I expected. Yeah, it's really even. goofy fantasy. Or as soon as, like, his double comes back and I'm like, oh, he's he's the Lich King now. How fun! Yeah, yeah, yeah. How cute! Yeah, the double, the 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 miniature uh, mini, it, you know, Gulliver's Travels, like yeah. you know, uh, mini versions of him, which is fucking amazing. And I love how they the old like matte painting way of doing it. Like sometimes yeah. it doesn't look great, but other times it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Like. Right. Um. Oh man, so good. And I love the Jason the Argonauts like skeletons that like weird yes. claymation animation yes. thing that they do with them. It's so great. Yep. Oh yep. yeah, I think it's Spy Kids two where uh, Robert Rodriguez does like the direct homage to Jason the Argonauts. With, yeah. Like, the the skeletons fighting. Yeah, yeah. Like right. the kids or something. Mm-hmm. But this feels like less direct, like directly pulled. Mm-hmm. And it's like so many things I like about the Evil Dead movies is that he's homaging so many things. He's influenced by so many things, and it's not all horror, but he's not doing the exact same thing being like look this is what this is he's yeah, a very like original person like yeah yeah totally i agree yeah yeah i, lo- I loved i i totally forgot about the the miniature versions of himself like running around and even like <laughs> running up to that thing was like total don quixote vibes like going up to the big wheel, <laughs> the windmill. Uh, windmill like yeah it was great like um 
Yeah, no, I, I it was so good. Such a such a gnarly scale on this movie. It's just mm-hmm. like wild. Considering the first half of the movie or whatever, up to like the last act, you, it could just be like that, and that's fine. But it's like, oh no, here's this giant battle sequence. Yeah. It's basically like Helm's Deep. Yeah, it, and that thing goes on for like 20, 30 minutes. There's mm-hmm. even them holding the arrows, like mm-hmm. waiting to fire, mm-hmm. and uh, and then they say fire, and then there's like a quick zoom in or uh, like uh, yeah, just like a quick zoom yeah. to the guy firing the arrow, mm-hmm. and like that's straight up into towers later. Mm-hmm. Except yep. when the two towers is even goofier because yeah. there's the old guy who it's accidentally like, oh, fired. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And right. like there's, I'm like, yeah, there's no way Peter Jackson one hasn't seen this and doesn't oh, yeah. love it. Like, no, he, oh, no. he loves he lo- this. No, he fest. loves, he yeah. loves these movies. Yeah, for sure. No like doubt. this came out the same year, or I guess the release was a year Alive. after Bad t- or Brain Dead came oh, out. Oh, nice, nice. Which is like a super splatter like zombie yeah. movie that yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. I love to see the two of them in a room hanging out I know. together. Yeah. Another one, which is like obviously so obvious, they use the same cinematographer and everything. But another one that this movie I was really saw the influence was um, Edgar Wright, um, mm. for this, which is like I mean, it, he's it's been talked about a million times, but like it just they really he takes so much from the Raimi like repertoire of stuff yeah it's it's so weird because it's like where does all this come from like it's we've talked about how he's influenced by like the three stooges and looney tunes and stuff but just in terms of actually like building camera rigs and everything like that like how does he just kind of seems like he's invented all these things like it doesn't seem like it comes from anywhere no I know I mean you know I mean evil dead 2 obviously has you know a million things that everyone talks about as far as the technical achievements of of how you know the like flying through the forest yeah you know you know spinning that around it's always so good it's so good mm-hmm. it's so good and it literally there's no way to do it better now like, it's like splitting I mean? like, the trees and stuff too so as it moves good. like i like yeah. this just like the power of it just being like Gah! yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but this when he's getting sucked out of the book and his face is all like crazy yeah. long, i'm like this is so good like mm-hmm. you know like this is so another one of those things that like practically wouldn't be able to do it better now if you wanted to do it cgi or anything like it's just mm-hmm. yeah no it's just how it is yep yeah there's just so much like technical work that when i'm watching any of these i'm like oh like i feel exhausted think trying to think about how they did that yeah mm-hmm. but it feels so smooth in the movie and everything like mm-hmm. even if it's <clears throat> even if a background doesn't look totally real or just something's not totally comping well it's like the tone of the movie compensates for that too it's like yeah. oh it's a little goofy so that's fine it's yeah. not like trying to be like the scariest thing ever right mm-hmm. right yeah i do wonder how i guess that's where these movies kind of get muddled is like obviously you make a horror film you're um, you're getting a, a predetermined audience you know mm-hmm, like yeah. to come and watch them and like you're gonna market this as a horror film, but like it really is barely a horror film to me. Like yeah. you know, it's just like this off the walls like comedy thing. You know what I mean? Like Sounds which like action I fantasy love. comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which I love. But I imagine like the horror heads are like not gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not like catering to a, one specific audience. Yeah, like especially if you love the first two Evil Dead's, like because like horror people, you know they. <laughs> like there's people that just watch horror movies and that's right. like mm-hmm. you know everything about certain franchises and stuff like that right and they go to this and they can i could see the drop off from those original fans but then also trying to market this to like a mass audience who hasn't seen the other two yeah and this is like a lot more goofy so basically like sam raimi had like the uh dino de, de Laurentiis gave him like full like creative freedom to make this movie but when it got to post, the studio wanted to cut down like a lot of stuff because mm, yeah. it was originally rated NC-17 and they oh, wanted to what? get it all the way down to PG-13. For bones. <laughs> Too many bones. <laughs> what was NC-17 about it? Um, Do you know? 
they have that secret the topless women are paraded around for no reason uh, they are yeah there's like they are they deadite women no they're regular ladies oh it was like that scene where evil ash is like i mean you could do that in our movie yeah yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the bloated deadite they didn't like that much. There could be a uh, like a, a scene where Ash gets like drowned in blood, like he always does. But yeah. I don't. I don't think the they big shot blood that. geyser that shoots you know, out of the same. pit. Maybe so that's why the movie the theatrical excessive. Yeah. short too. It's an hour twenty because they cut out a lot. So oh. it's like I could probably so probably from that I could see where he's just like yeah I don't want to do these movies anymore. There's certain points in this movie where it's like so goofy that I'm like. Is Sam Raimi just kind of like done with this series? Like, <laughs> yeah. he's like kind of reached the limit of what he can do with it. Yeah. So he wants to go do something else. Yeah. But then I think so. Just all the fight scenes and stuff on the castle are just like, they really are a lot of fun. It's, he's not yeah. phoning anything in. No. Yeah. I like yeah. all the skeletons, the puns that they say to each other. They, they scream out at Ash. It's always really funny. What do they say? There's like one of them I really liked where he's like, tries to like stab him in the ankle. I forget what he says, but they're all like screaming some sort of pun all the time. Even the part like where his double comes back, his old bones is like, I got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? I love the, uh, the band like walking up yeah. yes. playing the flute, which is like the, and then, and then the, the, the drums on the other scale, like, like, uh, uh, skulls <laughs> of skeletons. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. And, and I the bagpipe guy. Yeah, bagpipe guy. I, I did so, right in all caps there's a skeleton playing a bone as a flute <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man so good it's good shit uh connor you're saying like the past two episodes basically that uh, a lot of the horror of evil dead like that's kind of what you go for when you're doing like being a dungeon master yeah like, doing dungeons dungeons and dragons mm-hmm. like the more you say that more at seeing like the the dungeons and dragons movie that came mm-hmm. out earlier this year yeah like i could see all of that in army of darkness yeah where i'm like okay those guys are obviously influenced by army of darkness like the oh, guys yeah. who made the D movie mm-hmm. but then also just i feel like i don't know if sam raimi ever played D, but it's very much in that same it's lane so of dungeons like, and dragons like horror and fantasy and like that's such like a nerdy combo you know yeah, <laughs> it, it really does feel like it's that high fantasy D camp that like i feel like not a lot of people aspire towards anymore, but I, I fully try to embrace camp in all of my campaigns, like in your camp, in, in my campaigns, emphasis <laughs> on the camp is always there. Yeah. It's like, cause deep down it's something silly and it's something that we're working on together. If I took yeah. it deathly seriously, nothing would ever get done and it'd be boring. Like, uh, I don't know the, I just played this game called the quiet year yesterday with my group, my Tuesday group. Basically we're like, we work together to kind of build a world and kind of have prompts. We go off. We ended up making, it went from this very serious, like, oh, you know, we got bug people, we got like Dragonborn, they're kind of like politically taking over, blah, blah. Then it all of a sudden became like Gundams are here. And now, <laughs> so the Dragonborn make a big a Gundam. Different. And then like the hero is responsible. We have Kaiju that we're going to use. So now you have the good characters have Kaiju and the bad guys have like Pacific Rim mm. robots. Like you can't not be silly with that now. <laughs> yeah, just like all the goofy skeleton stuff in this just yeah. felt very like cemetery from D or something yes. like that. Like I know there's a million to- ways to play that, but mm-hmm. it just kind of, it's scary enough for like fantasy fans and like genre fans, 
but then probably not scary enough for like horror yeah, yeah hardcore horror so like it's such a weird We're mix like, of those two. the yeah. skeletons are goofy and silly and like <laughs> they have personalities uh I, I do really like i know we're talking about how that shot goes on for so long of all the skeletons punching him and stuff but i, I like it when they're all just punching him in a circle at the same <laughs> yeah. time oh, yeah, <laughs> that yeah, part's yeah, like yeah. he like tries to like put up like three stooges block <laughs> right we were right, talking right. about that yesterday how yeah. like three stooges and like he does the block and then they all it's like come from the side and slap him in the face at the same time it's it's really stupid and funny so good <laughs> bruce campbell also has like some of the most impeccable teeth of any movie yeah. star yeah. i've ever seen it's so funny he's just like covered in the most dirt and blood <laughs> yes, and right he's so grimy fuck up and then his i'm like bro dude dang you brought crest with you like, <laughs> it was amazing um but yeah it was in his trunk yeah <laughs> that's true the chemistry book. he has everything he needs in the, in the trunk of his car <laughs> <laughs> including a chemistry book yeah <laughs> I am really curious because like Sam Raimi does have that car in all of his movies. I'm like, is that the same exact car? Because I, he, I, he drops I, it. You know? I looked it up. I think I think it's his car. Okay. It's he like owned it was the car that he owned like yeah. for Evil Dead One. And then they pro- like he probably it's just a prop at that point. But yeah. So yeah. I think it is the same car. He like drops it from a crane in this movie. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like I, I, I love the can... opening and I love the ending of Evil Dead Two and Zoom and then Sam Raimi is in the ending of Evil Dead Two, right? Yeah, the he's end. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's like, what, yeah, he's <laughs> one of the night. He crushes it, by the yeah, way. Like, he's absolutely, like, he's good. He's really good in it. Mm-hmm. Projects. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, loved, love that. It still reuses that shot for uh, for this one. I'd also read that they were gonna do like similar to what they did with Evil Dead Two, like a full breakdown of like Ash's life, like in this movie, like before <laughs> yeah. we get into the medieval stuff. Like, just so you didn't even have to see Evil Dead 2 at all. But then that didn't happen. I don't know if they shot it or... I'm not sure. I, I feel like just the uh, S-Mart stuff is enough for me. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. Because, like, you by the end of Evil Dead 2, you think he's, like, you know, he's probably just a normal guy, but he's, like, a total hero. Like, he's always being, like, a total, like, himbo. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, failing all the time and being kind of stupid, but ultimately being the hero. Yeah, and there's, like, I work at a supermarket. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, right. It's not even, like, I'm a, like, a, it's not even, like, I'm a CEO hedge fund. Well, <laughs> I mean, in between there, it's not even necessarily, like, I'm a construction worker. Yeah. Or like, it's just, like, yeah, I'm doing this, like, kind of mostly minimum wage job. Yeah, and menial I, I have, job. I have a very high opinion of myself, though. Like, yeah. He's very, right. yeah. Most confident. Like, yeah, he just has this look that exudes like handsome and like everyone believes what he's saying when he's telling the story. Everyone's like, no one's saying like, you're a freaking weirdo. Get away from me. They're all like, "Okay, that's cool. Then the girls seem like, hey, I thought that was cute. That story you were telling. You're also in his world in a way that feels like he's basically live action Johnny Bravo for me. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yes. (laughs) It's like he just sees the world that way. He's like, yeah, everyone's into me. I'm so hot. But like, maybe he's not. Maybe he in real life, he doesn't even look like this. (laughs) It's all just like projection. He just looks so much like manic in real life. It's like, oh. Yeah, that's funny. I did one interview shoot w- with him, and oh, uh, nice. he was. Uh, I was just like a camera operator. Yeah, years still. Ago. But uh, it was. It was. Uh, he was. He was very like intense when he walked on set. But then, like, like once he's kind of one of those guys I could tell was like testing the professionalism of everything. Mm. But then was like pretty easy to talk to and like accessible, and you could tell like he's he's a filmmaker for sure. Like he knows about. Did he end up directing anything or did he? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, because I just know like him and Sam like grew up together and like they did everything together. So like that's why he was in the movies 
Um, and you could tell like, he's thinking like a filmmaker, like for, you know, it's, he's not just like thinking of like, what, what's his best light or whatever. Um, which you kind of need for a movie this physical, you know what I mean? Like yeah, he is like everything. He's yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And he just gets thrown around all over the fucking place and has crazy one-liners as like, he needs <laughs> to know how it's going to work in a whole thing, you know, <laughs> literally. Yeah. I do have some good, uh, speaking of that and him, him having to do like a lot of physical stuff. I did write down some more, like just beating the crap out of Bruce Campbell. <laughs> oh facts. yeah. Um, during the scene where Ash is being pelted with rocks, fake rocks are used. However, to get a more realistic reaction out of Bruce Campbell and partially as a prank, director Sam Raimi pelted him with potatoes. <laughs> like, what are you cool. doing? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> like, be, just throwing a bunch of potatoes at him. I like that it was like fake rock, fake potato. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to make the choreography as difficult as possible for, for Campbell, saying, make him go through torture. <laughs> Perfect. Are they friends? <laughs> Uh, since he had to memorize this complex set of moves, Campbell would be cussing and swearing to keep up and sometimes take 37 takes to get it right. Just like, oh my God. Just freaking degrading your friend, your yeah. best friend for like everything. It's like Werner Herzog and that other guy, Klaus Kinski. probably yeah. way less like wanting to murder each other. Yeah. It's like a actual, PG version. Yeah. yeah. That's supposed to being not so murdery. Yeah. That's such a funny comparison. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, Klaus Kinski, arguably one of the most like insane seeming people in all of like filmmaking. Yeah. <laughs> There's a documentary now episode where they do something with, like a Klaus Kinski oh, my or, Klaus or whatever. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. that one's really that one. funny. Oh, I gotta check that out. <laughs> and that's they're great. like shooting like a sitcom in the middle of like uh, an indigenous tribe of like oh, people up in the mountains. It's pretty <laughs> funny. It. Like they're aping his like thing where they're pushing the boat over the mountain yeah. and the, a Kla the klaus kinski one like it's so stupid and funny that's awesome fred armson and bill Hader are in it though they is, aren't in it they are oh, not that's in weird it, which i'm like why aren't okay i guess they they just don't show up for this anymore yeah. huh oh this is a new one i've yeah, seen it's, it then it's like one. the newest oh, season i didn't even know it came out i yeah. saw it i was like oh cool such a good idea you could keep doing that show forever. in perpetuity yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know if it's just me but or maybe it's still like the scale of this movie it it, it feels like I was talking about how the first two movies like really don't feel dated for the most part. They mm -hmm. just feel very like I, I maybe it's because it's so self-contained in the cabin and everything. And this one, you obviously need so much more space to shoot right. the castle mm -hmm. and everything. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, that's Griffith Park. Yeah. That's the Batman cave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just living right. in L.A. Right. That's the this castle's in Santa Clarita. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> that right. they just right. built here. Yeah. Um, it, it feels a little bit more dated because of that. But the actual like effects and everything just feel like. It just doesn't like, do you feel, do you think about that at all? Like when you're watching these movies, it feels like they're just kind of like their own thing, right? Like, like just comparing to them, anything that would come out today. Like now, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they really just are a complete, you know, separation of anything that would come out today. I just couldn't imagine like, you know, outside of like, you know, someone like Edgar Wright that would do something like this, but even yeah. his stuff is never, not even close. Yeah, even like stop motion and stuff. I oh, guess. Yeah. 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 Like nothing feels like this. And there's something that just feels like, it's just like, yeah, it, it just feels so much more like a movie, I guess. You right. <laughs> have like the, a movie, the right. willing suspension of disbelief. You're like, this yeah. is just all wacko. Yeah. But uh, it also made me think like some of the, but it feels like the constraints on the budget. I could like kind of feel more in this probably in like the locations. Just, more yeah, so. that's probably right. I mean, it wasn't a huge budgeted movie for how much they were doing. Um, and yeah, probably in the locations more than anything, but it all works. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it never, like, I don't feel like, uh, 
writing got in the way of like a scale thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like everything was like, oh, it seemed like this all makes sense as far as a scale. Like, but yeah, it's not uh, the two towers, like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) battle sequence, like as far as that scale. But, you know, it's yeah, I don't know. It made me more so realize because I I had no idea until recently, but Sam Raimi was a producer, like created uh, the Xena Warrior Princess show. Oh, okay. And like the Hercules. Did you ever watch those? No. As a kid? I know. I know of it, though. Yeah, Yeah, those are like a pretty big part of my childhood. Nice. (laughs) But uh, those were both shot in like New Zealand. But I could see like how parts like how that show looks and everything. Um, I haven't gone back to watch it in a long time. So probably like the effects don't age as well and everything. Mm. Cause for like TV in the nineties compared to like, you know, what, what they call like prestige TV now, like yeah. the budgets are just so different. Oh yeah. Too. But elements of this, like the locations and everything, I'm like, Oh, I could see how they could like set up and come up with Xena as like a palatable show. That's like adventure and everything. And like, you know, like what budget to put where with the effects and everything while still making not it not seem stupid. I know. Right. Yeah. That's shocking. Honestly. Yeah, Sam Raimi and Robert Tapert, who's like the producer on like all three of these Evil Dead movies. Mm-hmm. Um, he went on to do Xena and, and Hercules and Young Hercules starring Ryan Gosling. Oh, yeah. Like 15 or something. Yes. Dang, we'll find my way. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I just want to like watch those, all of those shows again. And I'm like, should I do a whole podcast on those? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, stop doing this, Tyler. I'm like, sounds like you're giving yourself more work. Yeah, go. <laughs> Go read a book, Tyler. Go read a book, Tyler. <laughs> How do we all feel about his his uh, windmill car destruction? Like, I love his love tank thing. Great. It's great. Oh, this is good. Yeah, really good. <laughs> it's got a drill on the front that doesn't really seem to do anything because the helicopter is getting in the way. Yeah, I feel like most things in this movie, it's just like, that's good. Like, yeah. It sounds like, seems great, looks great. It looks like, cool. I mean, like, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I like how they're like, he is a traitor. And then he like goes away and then like he comes back like with the car. And he's like, oh, my hero. Like, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine being in medieval times, like seeing that. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. <laughs> I just still love the, the chemistry 101 book. Like it's oh, like yeah, my right. favorite thing in the movie, I think, mm-hmm. just because it's the stupidest shit. It's just yeah. like, oh, I brought this textbook back. So yeah, we can make bombs and stuff. Yeah, like, like, we just have thermite laying around the castle. Might yeah. as well. It's not even like the anarchist cookbook or something. No. It's like, oh, yeah, every <laughs> high school high schooler can like fight a skeleton army i appreciated too with that shot because you also see like the shotgun shells and stuff yeah. in the back and i was just like okay i don't need like being like where are you getting all the right you know, yeah. but it was kind of nice to be like oh you brought some stuff with you and yeah like here you know like i don't know there's but, a fangoria magazine back there too oh yes yes yeah because they promoted the original evil dead movie right nice right um but yeah what about the the deadite designs what do you guys think of that compared to the because they're way more like fantasy, obviously. And yeah, yeah. I, I they really do. Just to me, are one step away from like orc yeah. monsters. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it just felt like very in line with all of that. Um, you know, totally different than the other you know films. Yeah. Um, yeah, way less like oh, that's like the zombie version of this character. It's like no, this is like a totally different. <laughs> that's yeah. a species. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the big bloated waterlogged deadite a lot mm. and how sloppy and gross they are. And then I like the harpy ones a lot with like the wings. I'm really upset that it only shows up like one yeah. time in this. Like I think having an aerial assault would have been really cool to yeah. deal with. It's uh, just when that she they come to steal her like yeah. from the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like the only difference 
in the weird like warped timeline for me it's like oh if this movie was made now i would just want like a giant like siege skeleton or something oh. like that <laughs> which is just stuff i feel like people didn't think about back then no like because that's very like lord of the rings but... or like the battering ram is just a skeleton on all fours like ramming its head into mm, it all yeah. was oversized over and over again but that's literally just it. me thinking of one idea that's like he thought of a million ideas that were perfect <laughs> in this movie you know yeah it's just like you want to, I don't know, I just want to... You want to contribute. ...live in this world so much. Mm-hmm. From yeah. afar, I don't want to... Yeah, I'll say, you, are you sure you want to be <laughs> part of this? pretty gross. <laughs> yeah, that deadite suit with uh, the harpy or whatever, like yeah. her arms could go in the wings or Ooh. on the sides. <gasps> oh, that's so cool. Like, it was just like skin tight, basically. Nice. So that she could just like move all over like the stunt person. Oh, that was a person oh. in that? Yeah. Oh, damn. I thought that yeah. was like totally claymation or something. Well, but... there's, a, there's a lot of the dead that are like people in suits and then oh, mixed nice. in with the stop motion. And I like yeah, so. that this one part of Bruce like grabs a skeleton it goes from being claymation or like kind of like shitty not shitty but like like animated thing yeah. to like a physical and he breaks its back oh, right, and then right, he throws right. it aside yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. nothing so good so good <laughs> yeah. like that went from claymation to prop so quickly <laughs> yep. yep yep so good i yeah. uh i was reading somewhere that the original name for this was going to be the medieval dead yeah, yeah. Which I love, yeah. So much. I like it too. Yeah. I'm like so mad that it's not made mm-hmm. that honestly. Like, yeah, because Army of Darkness is like a stretch from from the other. Like, because otherwise, what do you do? You call this Evil Dead Three Army of Darkness? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he. I think they probably wanted to call it that, but then they were just like, just name it Army of Darkness because not enough people saw Evil Dead, and they probably wanted to cast a bigger net or something. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah. But yeah yeah the medieval dead is like perfect it almost like makes me feel like i don't know if i just do this as like when i'm writing shit but like i like it almost makes me feel like they're writing evil dead 2 and Mm -hmm. they're like damn a great name for it <laughs> medieval dead yeah and then they just like wrote the ending for evil dead <laughs> yeah, and they're like oh, yeah. all right medieval dead like yeah, you're you know? not alone like, a good title can carry oh, dude, a lot of stuff totally, like <laughs> yeah. absolutely like you know point you in the right direction so like mm-hmm. I, I i feel like um i don't know like that really got in my mind once i read that yeah. <laughs> like, dang. the fourth one takes place in seattle it's called the space needle dead space needle <laughs> dead space <laughs> needle dead that's the only thing i could think of <laughs> <laughs> Toss salad and scrambled deadite. Oh, mm-hmm. scrambled brains. Scrambled brains. Do they eat brains? Uh, no. They just like yeah. They don't like. They're not like. <laughs> they just they just like want to kill people. They're yeah, not like like even the apocalypse in the director's cut thing. It's just like I think they just wanted to just like destroy everything. Yeah, they just yeah. want to destroy everything. Forces. They're not like eating people's brains or yeah. like you know reanimating people or anything. Right? Or do on, they reanimate? People? They reanimate people, but in order to destroy more people. Got so it. it's, I think it's just death on a grand scale. And then right, once everything's right, right. dead, they just be like, okay, we're gonna drop dead now too. Just right. like, right. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what their like MO is, but they just want to kill everything, I guess. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's chaotic evil for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you think, yeah, if they did make a bunch of sequels, though, if it was like uh, Friday the 13th, I feel like they would go into like, wh- wh- why the deadites do this? And yeah. like, it's like, we don't need like, any of that in this. Like, yeah, because it's not like those movies. It's like right. the character is bruce campbell like mm-hmm. and like that's what you're there for kind of <laughs> yep. you know and like just knowing the scale of everything it's not like one of those franchises of like you know freddy you know like it's not like yeah that when i was watching it this time i think i did like it just as much if not more but like my main thing i was critical of is just like yeah i guess if i was expecting like a horror film i would not be like it would not be thrilled yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so you see the other team you're like oh i'm gonna see this next one it's gonna yeah. be super scary and then you're like oh this is not what i expected at all yeah okay yeah 
Yeah, I love the first two so much. And then I actually started watching this like pretty late at night last night, like around 11. I was like, I'm just going to start this tonight and then finish it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But the first half hour, I was just like, I, <laughs> I think I was just in a cranky mood because <laughs> I was just like, yeah, uh, I just miss like Evil Dead, like mm-hmm. being so spooky and everything. And this is so goofy. And like there's so much slapstick stuff in the beginning of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you feel Evil Dead 2 is like, I feel like it's the same tone as Evil Dead 2. Like I don't know. I'd think I think it's a little zanier. Just it's, like yeah, I just had a bit more. Like Evil Dead Two to me, like is still like it's standing on the line. Yeah, and then Army of Darkness, it just hops over there. Right. It's like yeah, I'm silly. I'm gonna be silly now. That's true. Like this is not a great uh, comparison. So I don't know why I'm saying it, but <laughs> no, I'm just like okay. So like Joe Dante, like I, I wouldn't even compare like Gremlins to Gremlins Two because like Gremlins Two is like just way more zany. Um, that's more like Evil Dead 2. So I would say like Evil Dead 2 for me goes from Gremlins 2 to like Looney Tunes back in action. Uh, if nice. anyone's seen that movie. Yes, I love just, Looney Tunes back in action. I played the video game. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds so disappointed. It's just like, I'm just worried that anyone's seen the movie. You're like, I played the video game. <laughs> Is Brendan Fraser in the video game? Yeah. What? Damn. Like he voices them? I think so. Okay, cool. Oh yeah. Well, now I have to play it because uh, <laughs> Brendan Fraser in, in Looney Tunes back in action, he plays Brendan Fraser's stunt double, who is also so Brendan Fraser's also in the movie, but the main character of Looney Tunes back in action is Brendan Fraser's stunt double. Oh, okay. Who's played I've, by Brendan Fraser? I have not hmm. seen it. It sounds amazing though. Yeah, um, it's pretty wild. Is it like a uh, Space Jam like type vibe? Yeah. Like, okay, that type of it animation. Is, it's half life okay. action, half like okay. yeah, like traditional like so, Looney Tunes. Except it's more a uh, Roger Rabbit where all the Looney Tunes have like studio jobs. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, I've only Wait, seen it, it once great. and I don't remember loving it. It's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> it's weird. Damn. You just said you liked it. I like, liked it bad. and then it's pretty bad. I'm more yeah. thinking about them like I do remember actually being bad, but I did have fun with it right and then the game was actually surprisingly really fun (laughs) and it's like so like slapstick but it just doesn't totally work for me compared to something like gremlins 2 which is just all like insane energy right so i guess i'm trying to compare evil dead 2 to the army of darkness is like not quite as bad as Looney Tunes back in action, but this is the only reference point I can really think of because Joe Dante is so like influenced by cartoons and everything too. I feel like Evil Dead 2 maybe works in a way that it's like you're expecting it to be like a horror film, right? So like when you yeah. when it does get like zany, it's almost like a little bit of like a f- breath of fresh air. But I feel like Army of Darkness is like just starts out like kind of zany and all over the board um yeah well, like you said like he has so many he talks so much too and has so many one-liners yeah. and everything and then the second one it's kind of like all the furniture is laughing at you and that's funny but also mm-hmm. it is unnerving yeah oh yeah. yeah yeah that's true yeah i i don't know yeah it's um it's uh boy yeah and evil like and even, even just funny like you led to they have uh the basement like floorboard thing where just like a you know Gorse ocean of that. fucking you yeah. know blood comes right. up yeah, they smoothie that guy yeah 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 <laughs> and then and then they do the same thing in army of darkness when he goes into the pit right mm-hmm. but it's like 
it's just so much better in Evil Dead too. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they like, shoot it out of like it's like a geyser in, yeah. in Army of Darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, then I look down there. I'm like, who is the deadite that did that? I don't understand. And I just right. see this one going, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you're not the one that blended yeah. up that person. Yeah. Like, where's the real one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the the three Necronomicons, like two are the fakes. Like that's really fun to me. Mm. And the one of it like biting him and flying around. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's kind of like very Harry Potter, like from yeah. the early Harry right. Potter movies. It's, right. it's just such a specific subgenre of like like just fantasy movies in general i feel like there's not that many in the grand scheme yeah. of things like it's either like and like i love like sword and sorcerer sorcery movies and there's only a few that are like any good hmm. like like uh conan the barbarian like the original oh, yeah, one yeah, yeah. i think is yeah. really good yeah so it's just Tom one. in the beginning of this movie it almost felt like kind of like yeah whatever that whole that whole genre sucks but I think I was just in a foul mood. <laughs> foul mood. It's definitely like you got to be in the right yeah. state of mind for it. And I, I think I, I think when I watched it originally, I really just did not know anything about it. And I loved it so much just for the novelty of it. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think knowing it now, I still like it. But yeah, I mean, if I'm going to revisit one of them, you know, I get, you know, Evil Ed 1 or 2 is obviously going to be higher on the list yeah. you know, to do that. But Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, this is really good, and like I can really appreciate it. And especially like the third act, I could probably watch yeah. a lot. But I, yeah, it's the same thing. I think the the first two. I've just been so happy doing this podcast in these past uh, three weeks because yeah. I feel like we're having Guillermo del Toro's pro- movie protein. <laughs> oh, mm. eye protein. Yeah, yeah, eye protein. Or it just it just feels good to talk about good movies after we had like seven weeks of talking about <laughs> something. Still traumatized. By I'm still traumatized. Evil. I was like, for a while, I was like, I was like, man, like. I gotta watch another Resident Evil. It's gonna be rough. Mm. And then I'm, I'm like, oh, movies are good. That's that's right. Yeah. Movies are good. <laughs> yeah, like these feel nutritious. Yeah, like it's yeah. good. Like I feel better after watching them. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you like. Yeah, I, I think this is the third. Like, I'm trying to quantify the things that made me feel uneasy about this movie because I did really like it, but mm-hmm. it's just more so like the older I get and I think the more movies I watch, the more apprehensive I am about like filmmakers making movies that are homaging so many things. Mm-hmm. Sure. And them not being like too on the nose or too like in joke or anything like that. I'm like, yeah, Oh, sure. I still think this movie sh- needs to be entertaining to a general audience without them getting all that stuff. Like there's mm-hmm. even stuff where they're doing the training montage in this with the spears. I'm like, Oh, this yeah. feels very like seven samurai where he's yeah. training all the, the villagers and stuff. Um, but I don't think this movie does that. I think it, toes that line too where it's just yeah. like oh i'm influenced by all this stuff but you don't have to have seen all those movies like no, that's fine no. it's just like an extra treat no it's not too like aware of itself and you know i, I really just think too like i mean I, I know you know as as watchers of films and stuff we we, we tend to be like oh i see what you did you did the homage this you right did the homage yeah. this. Mm-hmm. i just really do think a lot of times people do that total sub in their subconscious absolutely like, you know, right? yeah and like i just feel like it's like Oh, there needs to be a training montage here. Mm-hmm. How am I going to do it? And then you've seen Seven Samurai like right. fifteen times, and then you're like, okay, like that's how I'm going to do it. Like, mm-hmm. but you don't think like this is my Seven Samurai thing. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like Raimi to me always, like, almost always toes that line really well. Um, I mean, to be honest, and this is kind of saying a lot. Like, I feel like this probably is the le- like the lowest bar I felt of a Raimi movie that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like just because I love all the other films so much, you know? Yeah. Um, he really doesn't have 
a miss to me, like, you know, um, or like, not that I've seen, I've, I don't know if I've seen every single one of them. Did you see Oz the Great and Powerful? Nope. Sounds not great. <laughs> Sounds not great. Yeah. Uh, the writer of that actually came into, uh, like, remember, at, at, cause we all went to Cal State Long Beach. Yeah. Um, there was like the theater there and they would do like screening sometimes. I remember yeah. that. Were oh, you there with no, the writer? I remember that. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't go, but I remember that ad being everywhere. Yeah, I went to that, and he. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't want to be like mean, but uh, he just seemed very, very proud of himself making that movie. Well, good for him. Yeah, yeah, he cool. can be proud. Is that like Heath Ledger's last movie or something? No. no. Um, well, <laughs> you might be thinking that because James Franco's Franco. in it. And it's oh. like, he's not dead, but... He is kind uh, of dead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, he's not really in huge movies anymore. Yeah, that's know? true. Huh. Interesting. Oh, are you thinking of Imaginarium of Doctor? Yep, no, that's wait, what I'm thinking. Yeah, of. yeah, oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that there's Imaginarium weird. of Doctor Parnassus. But yeah, there's Mister Magorium's Wonder Emporium. Oh god, <laughs> no. I get those two, yeah, which I do that all the time much. too. <laughs> I don't. I'm thinking of one of those things, and it's not the one that you. Yeah, yeah it's the Imaginarium, the, the Terry Terry Gilliam one. Ah, yeah. yes, which is really wild. Right. Yeah. Right. I remember there's a scene where there's like, we can go down the long, peaceful road to marriage, or there's the sexy motel we can go into. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's like the, one of the old couples or something. Nice. There's like, we're going to go to the motel. And the, the Panassas like, oh, why'd you pick the motel? <laughs> so dumb. Oh, it's amazing. I don't, I don't want to be too disparaging of Oz the Great and Powerful. Because <laughs> I remember seeing it and thinking it was like fine. I'm sure it's very benign. It's just, like he didn't make a movie for a decade after that. I'm like, oh no, that movie made him sad. Probably he did it. He did it after the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, he did. Mm. Uh, Spider-Man three and then Drag Me to Hell, mm-hmm. right? Um, which is another really good movie. Yeah, Drag Me to Hell is fun. And then he did Oz the Great and Powerful in 2013, and then didn't make another movie for uh like nine years till Doctor Strange two. Right. Wow. And now it's seen. like I have no idea. That what one's really fun. Now. Yeah, I I really wanted to see it. Uh, it's it's the Marvel machine still, but like there's glimpses. Of yeah. Him. No, I yeah. want to yeah. see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I I uh yeah. That's. I, I know he's hasn't he like said he has like a Spider-Man four. He's like, I think so, yeah, yeah, he does. Oh, that would be so sick. He says Vulture or something, didn't he? Yeah, I think he wanted to do it like a long, a long time, you know, when it was going to come out. But now, like, could they just like do it? They I know, introduced right? him as part of it. Like, I don't see why not. I feel point. like yeah. they like that would. How does that not make money? Like, you know what right. I mean? Like, how do you how do, like in any world? Like, how does that not make Give me, like, old Spider-Man and, like, fighting, like, a vulture or something. Maybe switch it. Maybe Vulture's young now. Like, yeah. that could be fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm down. Or, yeah, just any... Because Vulture's kind of already in some of them, but... Yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton. <laughs> Michael Keaton. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's why Morbius. My... <laughs> yeah. Morbius. <laughs> Lord. It's Morbin time. I don't know. I, Morbin time. I was, like, when I saw the Doctor Strange and we were talking yesterday, I was like, I want to see Mysterio, Bruce Campbell versus Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch, and I think yeah. that'd be really funny. <laughs> Dang, I'm gonna rent that Doctor Strange movie. I, 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 I remember they had a print of it, New Bev, and I like it sold out like instantly. I don't oh, know why really? it was so bad, but yeah, no. Yeah, you rented uh, Army of Darkness for this, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. From uh, uh, Video from Videotech, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, Videotech, rep Videotech till I die. The best <laughs> place, my favorite place in LA, uh-huh. I would say, if not larger than that. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're amazing. They just moved, so everyone should go to their new location. Yeah, they're in Highland Park now? Yeah, they're on Figueroa and Avenue 41. Um, they are awesome. Uh, they like moved to a bigger spot, which is great, but yeah, they're 
their landlord uh, of 20 years uh, decided to raise the rent on yeah. times two for times two place. Nice. So they're just like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, big fuck uh, you. Like, yeah, dude, that sucks. Like, um, so anyways. yeah, I still haven't been, and I saw your story of of uh, or no, no, it wasn't a story. You just texted it to me of like it was our it was all three Evil Dead's that you rented. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. I was just like, oh, like of all the movies to rent, like I feel like I should have rented this movie from like that from video tech from a video store because it feels like that kind of yeah movie i mean the video store thing i you know i never like to be like this is the way you should do it like and like other you know like however you watch movies is great i just to me it like focuses like to just be like oh these are the movies i am watching this week like you know right. what i mean like it's not like oh, oh i have a huge a list like i'll check around and like whatever and like no these are the movies i'm gonna watch this week oh my like, god yeah I, I they have to be back at a certain date like that's what we're doing like you yep. know um so that that's what i like about it but. i should definitely go with lily because there's so many times i'm sure in many people's relationships are like what are we watching tonight it's like yeah. i don't know let's go through six different streaming apps yeah. oh we still haven't found no, it's nine o'clock go. exactly. it's so great <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's nine o'clock it's time to make dinner <laughs> yeah. Couldn't make. yeah decide on a movie like nope. yeah no nah, no nah, you, you you love it it's it's great to just go and even if you just like you know you can get like a bunch or just one or whatever and it's like yeah yeah i'd rather give a local business money than like an apple my four dollars how you know? dare oh, yeah. you how fucking dare you <laughs> <laughs> yeah connery's a big i'm a corporate shill uh what's his name tim tim apple tim i'm a big tim apple fan <laughs> Tim Apple. I love Tim Apple. Tim Cook. (laughs) Yeah, Tim Cook. Thanks. Trump called him Tim Apple at some point. It was really funny. That's so funny. That's great. He made the titanium iPhone, you guys. Oh, God. It's titanium. It's changing everything. He did? That's what the new ad is. It's just all titanium. Next is going to be unobtainium Apple phone. Kryptonite. Uh, Kryptonite. Kryptonite. (laughs) This one's going to be made of immortal whale brains. I was about to say this one's organic and disgusting. Some bladded on the wall. Some waterproof. This is the only way to play Existence. Yeah. Oh, dude, I just watched that recently. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Love that movie. It's good. It's good. It's so insane. Have you seen that? No, I don't know what that is. Uh, David Cronenberg movie about video games, but like you plug like uh, bio organic like gross things into your body to play the video game it is came out same year as the matrix it is just like like weird canadian campy matrix yeah it is so great like um yeah so good are you guys gonna be on board when i feel like inevitably there's gonna be like the virtual like mega sphere thing all a player one probably uh just like in general yeah uh i don't probably i won't be on board (laughs) i imagine um until (laughs) forced on me yeah and until they like u2 album on my ipod it to me where they just like this is your life now here you go like i world of warcraft by forced suppository yeah Yeah. i look forward to being like 65 or like 70s and then being like <laughs> just a vegetable yeah like, full like, blown fucking games. vegetable like and then like i visit my grandkids as a big d- virtual dragon i'm like hi kids yeah. i'm playing the game too yeah yeah <laughs> i think the one thing of all that world that i i definitely toy with which i think i would end up doing if it was offered to me is like a, a Neuralink thing for learning another language yeah oh, that would that's be really great nice. yeah fucking helpful fucking robocop me dude yeah like, I'm, I, I'm in you know? i do like, that I, i'm like you like to blow your hand off bro, in a way. Just like, whatever, <laughs> like uh no i i'm down for that because yeah, yeah that would be amazing that's so practical that's something i would do I immediately yeah. i'd be like yeah. yes i would love you to download like 
other languages into my brain it sounds perfect yeah i think yeah. more and more like this year because of like the strikes and stuff i'm just like okay what other skills do i have hmm i know a lot of movies uh <laughs> <laughs> like i definitely could have learned something practical this year but i'm like i think it, like forcibly putting a chip in my brain was is definitely the easiest way to learn a different language yeah you know? yeah oh yeah i know that for sure yeah i, I know that for sure <laughs> i did i i wish i could i took like so many years of french and like i like could get kind of conversational and mm -hmm. it's just like gone like can't do it at all anymore <laughs> which sucks my my but. girlfriend she can speak like four languages and oh, i'm like i don't know really? how you fucking do the, yeah karen speaks speaks french she speaks some italian and i think there's like one other one that i'm actually forgetting but but yeah like i'm i was like what the fuck? amazing <laughs> yeah ancient sanskrit ancient yes. sanskrit that's the last one yes. she can read the necronomicon she really wants to <laughs> uh you could talk to tim Oh, I know. I, I mean, Tim is a prime example. Yeah, he, yeah, taught Tim himself he taught himself French. Yeah. Like, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty stunning. Got to oh get Tim God. on here. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. It's been you so do. long. Like, we really do need to get him on. Have, has he done it before? No. Oh, yeah. He's, been all, he's been all the way in he France. He would have been great for... Uh, it might have been too close to home to do the... Uh, the, the befores. Because <laughs> he literally lived the befores. Like, that yeah. is his freaking story. At least he didn't get there. a divorce. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. He lived in Egypt for a month. He lived in Egypt. Yeah. yeah um dang that's great dang. you know what would be a great one that tim would do what? and i would do it too and this Ooh. would be a very big there we go that's how we get him in this yeah, is, yeah. would be a very the big uh jump from your normal uh your your normal films we like jumping would be the francois Truffaut uh 400 blows trilogy 401 um, blows 402 yeah. blows yeah Jean-Pierre Lude, the young kid from 400 Blows. It's basically like a boyhood-esque like trajectory of that actor's, you know, life. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's four films, five films. Um, mm -hmm. but he does it over the course of like 20 years. And the ending one is is like him and his wife in his 40s. And it starts oh, wow. with him in 400 Blows, she's like 12, you know. And it's wow. like it's so great. It's cool. uh yeah, I mean, I don't know if you go art house on this one, but you know, yeah, I like to do one like every year. Or something. Yeah, we like, like to get artsy every once in a while. Doing the before trilogy was really nice. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Um, yeah. I already have a, a title for this uh, this for this miniseries. What's this miniseries called? The French Chad Connection. Oh, <laughs> nice. Like it. Like it. Very cool. <laughs> Coming twenty twenty four. Love it. Brace yourselves. Oh, it would be amazing. <laughs> Uh, any other thoughts on our army of darkness, I guess, before <laughs> we, <peace laughs> well, we kind of just stop talking about it at this point. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, I was really excited to rewatch it. I'm glad I rewatched it. I guess, honestly, like from talking to you guys, I feel like you, you kind of have to put it at the worst one of the three and, and quite honestly, probably l pretty low on my list of Sam's movies just in mm -hmm. general. Um, but I still loved it and I think it's great for what it is uh yeah. scale is amazing and yeah, yeah it's it's really weird to say it's like a step down because like that's how i feel too because it's so creative and like so like there's such a vision behind it yeah mm -hmm. and it's just like better than like i don't know maybe 80 percent of movies that exist oh yeah <laughs> it's still really yeah. really good so it's really hard to like yeah, say it's the worst, which is I think is true. Like yeah. it just feels weird saying. You know? Yeah, it's my least favorite of the three as well. But I was gonna yeah. say it's it's not like it's a bad thing though. They're three fun movies. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I guess it's like Return of the Jedi for me, mm -hmm. like the original Star Wars. Like, mm, yeah, I like that one a lot, but I don't. I think it's like the weakest one. Yeah, like as a movie. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it, it's so weird. I feel like if, if it went a little bit more, I, I really wonder what in, was in that NC 17 version. Cause I could imagine this really pushing, um, into a world of like being a true midnight movie and yeah. maybe it would get to a different level, but, um, you really get serious with like the skeletons killing yeah, people. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just so curious to what would be NC 17 about this movie, you know, but, uh, I'm kind of sad. There's no thing with like a skeleton, like ripping another skeleton out of a person and then it becomes a living deadite thing and joins oh, the man. army. <laughs> Dang, that would be awesome. <laughs> Wow. But again, one creative idea of the millions. Yeah, yeah like what Tyler yeah. said. Yeah, yeah. It, it could have been like because Evil Dead One and even Two, I think, was so like scrutinized, like yeah. video nasty stuff in the UK. Right. Mm -hmm. And then also, whenever Temple of Doom came out in the eighties, like that was like the first PG thirteen movie. Right. So I feel like I mean I'm just making an assumption here, but it feels like oh like the yeah ratings board started to become more involved oh, <laughs> in, sure. in like big movies yeah. and stuff. So maybe like yeah, because I can't see this movie being NC seventeen like. I really it, can't. I mean, honestly, like whenever it's NC-17 in America, at least, well, that is the American rating system, but mm -hmm. it's just, it has to have some lewd sexual shit. And I yeah. just don't, what, what would that be in this movie? I don't know. Like maybe there was, I'm not sure, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, oh, no, well. Really, really liked it. Shout out Bill Pope. Yeah, Bill Pope. Amazing DP. cinematographer for yeah. this. Freaking crazy so many angles of everything like that's such a skill and feel like he he doesn't really get repped like on the you know kind of those epic 90s dps of of you know that we all have a short list of well early 2000s and stuff too well i mean yeah. like he's still working obviously like, oh yeah know, yeah his first movie as dp was dark man mm. um, that's his first to dp any <laughs> yeah wow yeah yeah i think he was just like mainly a camera operator but okay. before that he maybe he did second unit stuff yeah on, on things um dark man that did this would go on to make them all three matrix movies yep um he didn't do the the fourth one uh spider-man all of edgar wright's movies um maybe not yeah. Shaun of the dead but right um he definitely did scott pilgrim versus the world i think he did hot fuzz mm. uh and baby the world's Jonathan. end uh, and, and then uh uh, uh did i say spider-man 2 spider-man 3 yeah you're about Shaun to versus the world yeah uh yeah now he does like yeah he still does huge movies mm. yeah yeah really impressive i mean he's just like one of those guys that like you know it's really easy to get lost in like the you know beautiful wide shot lightings of things and 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 but he's one of those guys that is moving the story forward and working with like really like energy filled directors that are like gonna want a million shots and like yeah. not making it look cheap the camera moves a lot <laughs> so good i mean it <laughs> yeah. moves so much and it moves so much in a way that is unmotivated but works for the voice that's telling the story you know yeah. like um yeah and also, Bill Mosley is in this as a uh, Deadite captain. Oh, fun. Mm. He's uh, from, uh, he's Chop Top in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Have you guys seen that one? No. No, I haven't seen two. No. It's like totally different from the first one. It's basically the Evil Dead 2 of. Yeah. It's like. Toby Cooper goofy. directed that too? Yeah. Oh, man, I gotta it's, see it. It's strange. Yeah. I don't know if I love it, but, uh, and Dennis Hopper comes in with more chainsaws. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, fun. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, and he's also uh, Otis in. Uh, oh my god uh rob zombies like trilogy of movies oh, like right. devil's rejects and all this so right. he's kind of like a horror icon too nice that's cool um uh, yeah any any final notes connery um on army of darkness it's silly if uh if you need inspiration for a 
evil necromancer in maybe your D&D campaign, watch <laughs> Army of Darkness. You get something fun. <laughs> get split in half. Yeah, get, make the player get split in half. It's funny. I imagine that'd be really funny. But yeah, I don't know. It's cute. It's funny. I wouldn't really recommend it as a horror movie, though, but... I think, like, Evil Dead 2, we talked about it was, like, a really good entry point for mm-hmm. people for horror. Yeah. I feel like this is an even lighter tone to getting into horror. Like, Yeah, this... I would ar- even argue, like, you didn't watch a horror movie. Yeah, like, I yeah. feel like I first watched this when I was 16, and at that point, I felt like I was even too old for this movie. <laughs> I feel like this is, like, a, an incredible movie for a 13-year-old boy, I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Specifically, sure. yeah. you know? Like, it's just like, wow! Constantly, yeah. all the like, skeletons uh... and everything. It's still really good, but it's just, yeah. I think that's, like... The peak demographic. Absolutely. Sure. Which, how fun. How fun indeed. What about you, Tyler? Final notes? That was it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> nice. Chad, say what you guys say? Yeah, no. It's, awesome. Yeah. Well, those are our notes on Army of Darkness. <laughs> Chad Corian, thank you so much for joining us yes. today. Of course, yeah. Thanks Such for having me. Such a pleasure. Me. Yeah, it's always, always fun. Got to get Tim on here and then we'll... Yeah, we'll, we'll really get to work. Really trans. <laughs> really get to work. It'll be a, we'll all learn French by then. It'll be oh, an yeah. all French episode. <laughs> all French. Really branching out. Like, uh. El Chad Francais. <laughs> yep. <Oui. laughs> uh, do you have anything to plug before we go? Uh, no, I mean, I don't know. I'm working on a new film right now. It's going to be done. Um, I mean, it's eh, it's not done, but I'm, 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 uh, it's, it's coming close and hopefully early, early release next year. Um, hopefully at a festival would be great, but if not, it will be out in the world one way or another. Exciting. And Tyler helped work on it. So (laughs) when do you decide when some, like a movie that you made is done, like how, I always like have a gestation period of like sitting with it for a little yeah. bit, but I mean like it's very much decided by festival do- get deadlines, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's like yeah. it's like ah, oh, you gotta get it ready for this festival, and then like have that be uh, at least like a finish line, and then just like always, you know, sit with it, see what you like, and you know, know that you can tweak things. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's never done. It's just uh, abandoned, to right? Put that- it out there, <laughs> yeah. I know that's honestly stresses me the most out about like filmmaking. I think it's yeah. just like, when am I done with this? But yeah, I mean, there's, they get, there gets to a point where, you know, you, you can only do so much with the things that you have. And especially when you're working with, um, you know, other creatives that are also seeing the same things that you're yeah. seeing. Like it, it's harder when you are your own editor, you are your own post house and all that stuff. Cause you think it's, it, it can always be better, but when you're right, have other collaborators, it's like, Oh no, like I've heard their notes. I've heard my notes. Like it, this is what it is. And, um, yeah, but, uh, very excited to put it out. Nice. Evil Dead 4 coming soon. Yes. From from Chad Corrin. Yes. Yes. Evil Dead 4 coming soon. I hope I don't get sued. (laughs) (laughs) I took no precautions. (laughs) Uh, that's, that's not what he's making. Uh, Connor, what do you have to plug? Uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice, also enjoy tabletop role playing games, probably enjoy Starship Impala. It's an actual play role playing game podcast hosted by myself and four other friends. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or on SoundCloud. Tell me you have to plug. Follow me on Letterboxd at Timey Vice to see my Halloween movie rankings. I think it's called October 23 Spookies Rankings. Ooh. I'll put the link in the description. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Timey Vice. Follow us at the Franchise Podcast. Or rather, email us there at gmail.com. Follow us at Franchise Pod and all social medias. Thank you to Maren Ganey for our artwork and Nick Verka for our music. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and like and share and subscribe to the show. Woo! Woo-hoo! 
Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned next week for the Evil Dead remake. And until next time, hail to the king, baby. Hail to the king. Hail to the bus driver, bus driver, bus driver. Do you guys know that one? <laughs> What's that one? It's from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>